1: Welcome to The Health Hub on Radio Maria Canada, exploring cutting-edge health and wellness information and therapies, helping you to take your health to the next level. I'm your host, Kathy Biasse, and I am a holistic nutritionist and a professional cancer coach. The dream versus the reality of retirement can catch many off guard if a solid plan is not in place. The thought of escaping the daily grind, the freedom to do what you want, whenever you want, can seem like the just rewards for years of hard work. But the reality is that for many new retirees, the novelty of being on permanent vacation starts to wear off and can trigger stress, anxiety, and even depression. On today's show, we are talking about how to navigate retirement successfully with our guest, Mike Drack. Mike is a 38-year veteran of the financial services industry, He started his own Victory Lap in 2014 and is currently working with his wife, an investment advisor, helping her clients design their own fulfilling retirement lifestyles. Mike is a best-selling author, award-winning blogger, public speaker, and retirement lifestyle designer. His bestseller, Victory Lap Retirement, was based on the realization that traditional, full-stop retirement doesn't work for most people anymore due to increasing longevity. The book presents a new model better suited to today's reality. His follow-up book, Retirement Heaven or Hell, Which Will You Choose?, shares some of Mike's personal experiences in retirement and highlights how people can design and transition to their own unique retirement lifestyle. This book also outlines the valuable retirement lessons learned from the pandemic and introduces nine retirement principles that can support creating a long healthy, and fulfilling life. And Mike's newest book is called Longevity Lifestyle by Design, and it can be downloaded for free by everyone using the link longevitylifestylebydesign.com. Today we're talking about what retirement shock is, drivers of healthy retirement, what the difference between retirement planning and longevity planning, everything around that transition into retirement we even get into some of mike's personal stories his training for ironman so do stay tuned we
0: will be back in just a few minutes to talk with mike you are listening to radio maria canada we now continue with the program the health hub hosted by kathy Biasi
1: welcome back everybody today's show has been pre-recorded no opportunity for calling in please do follow us on our social sites we are on instagram twitter and facebook and we are at the health hub rmc on those locations mike welcome to the show
2: thank you for having me kathy
1: uh it's a pleasure long time coming for sure let's jump right into it okay you've got these great books out your newest book longevity lifestyle by design is is a free offering that we'll definitely talk about but Retirement is obviously the center to all of these books. Why is traditional retirement not working anymore for most people? Why are we not just flowing into the golden years?
2: You know what? It would be nice to be able to do that, but a lot of us are are finding that quite challenging. Uh, I think it was just missold to us. You know, we have the advertisers out there. They're selling us on some their version of retirement, really. That you're supposed to retire and stop and take it easy and enjoy a life of leisure. And a lot of us are having trouble with that because we need more than that. We need challenges in our life. Uh, We need a a new source of purpose and things like that. And unless we find those things, we're going to um, struggle. And that's exactly what happened to me. I. When I retired, uh, life was great for about two weeks. And I'll never forget it. One one morning, I think it was a Monday morning, you know, I was sitting there in front of the TV. Uh, My wife, uh, Melina, had gone to work. I was all by myself and I was flicking through these stations. I I don't know. I've got like 500 stations or something. I can find anything
1: anything interesting to to watch. you supposedly be able to do that.
2: You would think so. You would think so. And, yeah. And, and I was sitting there and I was feeling miserable. I was feeling lonely and isolated because all my friends were still working. And I didn't feel like doing any of the fun things I used to to enjoy doing, like, you know, riding my bike or going fishing and things like that. I just felt like sitting on that couch and, and being miserable. And that really kind of concerned me. And I I didn't understand why I was feeling that way. And what really bothered me was that, you know, my wife, she's pretty smart. She reminds me about that all the time. And (laughs) my friends, no one could understand why I was unhappy. They automatically thought that how can Mike be unhappy because he doesn't have to work anymore. And the truth is, the reason I wasn't happy was because I wasn't working anymore. And I needed to find something new to do. And until I did that, that, I was having a problem. So my misery, or we can call my depression or, or retirement shock, wasn't caused by money issues or anything like that. It was caused by not being able to find new purpose in my life.
1: Is it how we define ourselves that causes this transitional issue?
2: Well, what happens is, is that, you know, we all have different fundamental needs. We're born with these needs and they're unique to each of us. Um, You know, many people have the same needs, but, you know, they're stronger in some people than others. So I have a very strong need for identity You know, when someone refers to me as being retired, it drives me crazy because Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean anything to me, right? And I have a strong need to achieve and to accomplish. I have a very strong need to help others. That's why I ended up writing a book and and decided to give it away for free. And I have a, a need for significance. I want to do meaningful things. I want to matter. I still want to contribute in this world. And just because I'm classified as retired, doesn't mean I I I I can stop doing those things because if I stop, uh, it's going to cost me. Uh, you know, both mentally and physically, it's going to ruin me. And that's why a lot of people suffer from retirement shock. You see, very successful people that have a lot of money re- uh, uh, suffer from it. And um, you know, you know, the facts are one in three people, three one in three retirees will suffer from it.
1: You know, ageism is um is a topic that is popping up all over the place. And this number sixty, again, another number that a lot of people just want to have considered as the next decade. And I think you know, there's so many confluences coming together here um to push the drive that you are in the seat of. It, to me, um coming from the the health space, one of the big areas that i think has opened up this idea of planning for retirement is a a better understanding how the brain functions you know years ago it was you know at a certain age you're wired that's your wiring that's it you're done but we know now that the brain can always learn it can always change it can always adapt and that has to be you know considered when we talk about transitioning out of one significant space in our life to another. Is that something you agree with, or is that not part of the argument?
2: Totally. It's, it's a big part of it. And, and we see this in, in people. Uh, some people, we refer to them as growers. They have a strong need to grow and learn and experience new things. Uh, if they are blocked from doing that, they're going to decline quickly, both mentally and physically, because they need to have their mind challenged. They need to, you know, um, work on new things and, and keep uh, keep challenging their mind. Or, you know, the climb will set in and it can really speed up. So, yeah, it's it's so important. And uh, you can see people. They retire. Uh, they're growers, but they're prevented from doing that. And it's, they look like... Uh, you, you know, it's almost like uh, they're one of the Walking Dead. They don't know mm-hmm. what to do, and and you can see them. They get old real fast, both mentally, mentally and physically. And you want to prevent that, and that's that's part of the reason for writing the books.
1: And and this is an aspect of taking control of your own health. Like, you know, and you look at, I think it is opening up. I think it is opening up for people to be able to learn to grow past the age of 60. You know, I, I started a new career when I was close to 50. Um, and I didn't feel at any, my only disadvantage was the thought that could I do it And, you know, you plant that seed and, you know, you've got to jump that hurdle. But I think things are opening up and it's, you know, the other aspect of retirement um, that I have seen is, is not just this inability to do what you've done before and the inability to learn and grow, but this aspect of being pulled out of society and the social setting you've been used to for so many years. Um, you know, we saw just recently with the pandemic, how loneliness can impact people. Is that sure. something that needs to be taken into consideration when we know that the work part of our life is going to come to an end?
2: Well, yes, because you ha- you have to recognize and, and smart uh, retirees will, will know about this in that, you know, work feeds your fundamental needs, It it feeds all those things I talked about. It gives you a sense of achievement, accomplishment. It forces you to learn new things. It gives you a sense of connection because you're working with customers and you're working with other people. When you go to work, you might be on a team. These are all longevity drivers that are satisfied through work. And, you know, yet work gets tainted with this bad thing that works bad. And the sooner you can retire, the better it Mm -hmm. is for you. And that's not the case so what we want to do is maybe step back and say okay we there's some attributes of work that are are healthy for us. So how can I replicate that in this retirement period? Where can I find a new source? And this is why we talk about finding a new, a new source of purpose is so important. Just like you did when, when you know you created your bodca- podcast. Mm-hmm. You could have retired, but no, you felt the need to do something else to be challenged. And sure, a lot of people are trying new things and they're scared because they've never done it before. And that's why we try to write as many stories about people that are doing the same thing and have succeeded and and why they succeeded. And, you know, once they tried and they got into it and they started pushing, it wasn't that bad. But, yeah, the fear is is a big blocker.
1: It is a big blocker. Um, Do you find, you know, in your research and your studies, one of the contributors to your newest book is Susan Williams, and she's talking about retirement realities For women. Now, are we talking here specifically from the workforce or is this kind of interwoven with empty nesters, mothers whose children are leaving the house? Is it the kind of thing?
2: Yeah, she tried to cover it all off because it impacts everyone. Uh, and, and, yeah, there's different risks because, you know, there's studies been done that say that uh, women in general aren't as financially strong or prepared for retirement as men are, and there's a number of reasons there. One of my big concerns is it seems a lot of women uh, aren't well-versed in, in investing and saving for retirement because they, you know, there's a, I guess there's a, a division of roles. And normally the man ends up doing the investment and the lady would do something else. Maybe the deal is, okay, I'll do the cooking, cleaning or something like that. And that costs them because what happens if your husband passes away? Because, you know, normally that on average men will, will, uh, women will outlive their husbands and then they're left holding the bag. And if they don't know how to take managed investments and things like that, they could be very vulnerable. So these are things that that Susan, you know, is trying to make a woman aware of to say, hey, you have to be prepared because these things are going to be coming down the road at you. And if you're not prepared for them, uh, it could cost you large. right?
1: It can. Um, but do you see the impact with women as strongly as men? I guess the impact could be different. I guess it's more of, is it more of a financial issue with women and more a psychological one with men? Um Is it a mishmash of everything?
2: Well, if you want to talk about men, they're a special animal. (laughs) Uh, and, and, And men struggle more. I would make this argument. They struggle more with transitioning to retirement. And one of the main reasons is that they don't want to admit they're suffering or they're vulnerable. Because we've been raised on watching like Clint Eastwood or John Wayne, you're supposed to be tough like a hockey player and, and you don't want to admit you're hurting. You don't want to admit that, Hey, I'm retired and I'm suffering from retirement shock. I don't know what to do. So like I w- was sitting on that couch, I just sat there, want to be my, my by myself. And, Not admit I I was hurting. And uh, that's the wrong thing. You want to get out and be able to talk to people and say, hey, I'm suffering from this. What can I do? And there's strength in numbers. And it's important to share your stories and learn from others. And that's what we're encouraging uh, men to do. And another thing that men are vulnerable is that most of their friends are work friends. Mm -hmm. And when they retire, they have to replace that or it's going to cost them.
1: And, and that's hard to do as it. an adult, right? That, oh, it's hard to sure. make new friends as an adult. Well, I should as an adult, it, as a as a retiree, I would say,
2: yeah, it, but especially so for men. So what they do is they lean on their spouse, and they say, "You're my best friend. I want to do everything you do." And they start mm-hmm. falling around the house like a lost puppy dog, and it's it's not good for either one, right?
1: Well, how how do you what are the first steps you would encourage people to take in planning for the retirement? And, you know, probably corollary to that question is how far back in the age chain do we need to start planning for retirement?
2: I, I would encourage people to start thinking about it in the 50s uh, because, you know, it takes time to prepare and to figure things out to do it properly. And I'm not talking about the financial side. That's, that's important on itself. But I'm talking about the psychological challenges they'll be facing. And, uh, you know, it's important to figure out what type of retiree you are. And we discussed this in the book. We came up with three different types of retirees that have all – there are specific needs that need to be satisfied. And it's important to understand how you're wired. You, you mentioned that before. And what you need to do in order to be happy in retirement. And it's, it's extremely important to find a new source of purpose that will work for you or purposes. It could be more than one. And then find a way to execute on that, uh, that um, source of purpose. And it takes time to do that. Uh, to find out what's right for you. But when you do it right and and, and you find that new sense of uh, source of purpose – it's something you could do for the rest of your life. It's just like, again, it's like you doing the podcast or me turning into a writer and a you know a lecturer about retirement. Uh, it's something that what we love to do, and, and we plan to keep uh, continuing to do it and makes us feel good about ourselves and gives us a good reason to get out of bed in the morning, something every retiree needs. So, yeah, th- you, you need to put a lot of thought into it. And that's the reason behind the books is just to educate people and say, hey, these are things you need to think about. What, what I'm encouraged about uh, is I'm seeing all these new courses uh, being offered by uh, universities and community mm-hmm. colleges, and really they're just to help people transition to retirement. And to help people find new purpose. And I think it's just wonderful that you could end up going to school and come off a new degree, a purpose degree. And then you can hit the ground running and say, okay, this is is what I'm going to do. It's really going to make me happy. And I'm going to have a lot of fun with this retirement instead of just sitting back and watch the world go by.
1: Going going into the mind space of uh, the Western world, <laughs> um, this little esoterica stuff here, esoteric <laughs> thing here, um, you know, aging population isn't valued, right? It's just not valued as it is in the Eastern world. Do you see that changing or are we creating our own value and just going with it?
2: Uh, I th- I think right now we're creating our own value, but people are starting to wake up to it. And it's a change that has to occur. We're we're seeing more and more of it all the time where we're seeing uh, intergenerational, um, uh, you know, learning, you know, people of all ages going to uh, university now and, uh, you know, different age groups working together and learning from one another. That's being encouraged a lot. So people are really waking up to it. But, yeah, you know, you got to respect each other older Mm -hmm. people and, and, you know, millennials and things like that, because you all bring different skills and experiences to the table that everyone can leverage. And it's so important. And, you know, it's, it's changing, but it's changing slowly. People are starting to catch on, but it's, it's very, very important for sure.
1: Well, it is important because I think, you know, the older population has a wisdom that is just not tapped into as it should be and i think that it's it's something i you know honestly i think the younger generation is starting to do that and i think i don't know maybe it's social media maybe it's it's because we can connect easily to each other i don't know what it is um you know as a as an older population we can throw ideas out there and if they stick to the wall um that that's something that anybody can grasp onto so there's so many confluences that are going on here that are pushing in this direction of, you know, giving some meaning to getting older. And I think, you know, not being afraid of aging and not being afraid of retirement is a key kicker that a lot of us have to get over. Is that something yeah. that you see as a main focus here?
2: No, I agree. But, you know, uh, if you, and, and this is why it's so important to have this uh, identify a new source of purpose. If you have that and you're busy doing something that you love to do, you're not going to have time to worry about all these other things.
1: Yeah, That's it's, very yeah, good. It's the same
2: thing. Like when you're working full time, you're busy. You don't think about these things, but I'll tell you, if you're sitting down there in front of a TV and your mind's wandering whatnot. Yeah. That's when it sinks in. That's when people get scared. Yeah. One of the things I'm excited about and, and you just mentioned it was we have All this potential, all these untapped resources, experienced people sitting on the sidelines retired, and if we can tap into that and use it for, you know, doing something good in the world, like people, you know, volunteering and lending their experience and teaching uh, people uh, things they know, uh, you know, we can make the world such a better place. But, you know, we're still struggling with that.
1: Well, I think to the dichotomy between the technology age and the retirement age, you know, it's, it, there's, there's such a spread of different types of knowledges. I think the sure. smart people are jumping on board and understanding that there's so much wisdom to be had from the people that grew up in a different way. Um, and I think I, I do see that light at the end of the tunnel opening up. Mike, we're just going to take a quick break here. We'll be back everybody in just a few minutes to continue this conversation.
0: You are listening to The Health Hub here on Radio Maria Canada. A Catholic voice wherever you are. To contact us and be a part of the show, email thh at radiomaria.ca. We now continue with the program. Here once again is your host, Kathy Biasi. Welcome back, everybody. Mike, before we start getting
1: into how you created the ideal retirement place for yourself (laughs) let's talk about a little bit more of the technical things the three drivers of a healthy retirement that's something that you're you're um it's very important to you so can you kind of go through those for us
2: sure uh you know these are the three that i focus on and you know the purpose behind is i want to live a long and healthy life and Mm -hmm. i want to be happy and if I can, you know, cover off these three, I got a good chance of making that happen. And so the first one is is relationships. It's so important. There's been so many studies on this that You know, relationships play an important uh, role in our life, and you know, if you end up being isolated, like a lot of people do, and not having a lot of friends around, increases the risk of mortality up to forty percent, which is significant, right? So, these are things I I think about, and I make sure you know I work at home, I write books, I'm isolated a lot. I just make sure I get out there and talk to as many people as I can, and I build these relationships. I get involved in a lot of charities things. So I'm around people all the time, because it's important to, to both my mental and, and physical health. And, you know, people have to be aware of that. And it's such an easy trap to fall into when you retire. Mm-hmm. It's just isolating your home and staying around the house and not talking to people. And uh, yeah, you got to be really careful with that, right? Mm-hmm. The next one is my health. You know, I'm focused on that all the time. Uh, I just got back from um, Italy, a trip to Italy. And I I noticed a lot of people, a lot of people that are traveling there are retirees because they have the money to afford to do it. Mm -hmm. And you can look at the diversity in, in in the health of these retirees. You know, some are very uh healthy, they can carry their suitcases, even though they might be in their 70s and 80s, and they're the ones that throw the backpacks on and they're going on all these tours. Because in Italy you have to walk up and down all the time. And you know, they're very, very healthy. And then you see others that that aren't. They're, you know, they're overweight, and then you can you know, they're suffering some, some kind of maybe illness or something. And even cognitively, you know, they're a lot slower. They're not energetic. You you don't see the energy and things like that. And I say, well, I got to be careful. I don't want to be like that. I want to travel as... as as often as I can. And, you know, I want to be active and I want those energy levels. So that's why I'm out there and I'm basically working out a minimal two hours a day. I'm getting my 10,000 steps in, Um, in the weight room, I'm swimming and riding a bike and things like that, just uh, towards that goal of of remaining healthy uh, as long as I can. So it's an important goal for me. And the third one, and I keep coming back to this one is it's important to have a good reason to get out of bed in the morning. So that's, Why it's so important to find a new source of purpose for yourself, one that gets you excited, one that uh, you love to do, and, you know, preferably one that will end up uh, allowing you to help others. Because when you help others, really, you're helping yourself, and it really makes you feel good inside. So, focusing on those three longevity drivers, uh, you know, you'll benefit greatly from that.
1: Now, you're an expert in this area. You've written the books. But as a society, how are we dropping the ball on this? You know, should there be, um, as people are heading into retirement, even within companies, should there be something to help with the transition?
2: Yes, there should be, and this is the problem number one. You have the advertisers on TV, and even the banking industry—they're selling their version of retirement that you're just supposed to sit back and take it easy and and watch the world go by. And that, you know, health-wise and mentally and physically, that that's going to end up destroying you unless you're a comfort-oriented retiree, and it will work for you. But if you're a growth, type of retiree or a giver that likes to give back and help others and things like that, it's going to start to eat you up and it's going to cost you large. So, you know, the advertisers need to change their messaging. And that's why we feel so driven to educate people to say, hey, you got to be aware of this because you could fall into this trap. You're going to end up uh, suffering from retirement shock and you're not going to be able to escape it. And uh, so that's why it's so important. That's why we're driven with this messaging. And uh, employers, yeah, but some are waking up. This is the good thing. They're starting to come up with transition programs to help their uh, employees transition to a great lifestyle when they leave the work behind. And, you know, that's one of these employee benefits that you know, if you really care about your employees and they all say they do, well, this is the help they're going to need because retirement transition isn't easy. It's kind of complicated depending on what kind of person you are and how you're wired. And to get help like that so you can transition and miss out from uh, suffering from retirement shock and uh, having new uh, purpose and being able to hit the ground running in retirement, that's, you know, that's a wonderful thing. That's what we want everyone to uh, benefit from. But it still is going to take a lot of work.
1: Well, you know, <clears throat> the reason this is sort of under the health hub uh, umbrella that we can talk about retirement. I mean, we have mental health, we have physical health. But, you know, the other piece of why I do my show is to get across this idea that people start need to start taking charge. And this is an area that people need to start taking charge of. You know, we can't rely on other people all the time to take care of our health. Nor should we in different aspects of our life be relying on other people to guide us to a large extent. You know, I think we all need to be asking the questions, pushing the envelope, and I think we need to change a perspective and take this on ourselves. I think that's an important key to it all, like you have done. Well, for sure.
2: For sure. Well, because you're in control. Yes. You can't blame someone else if you fail at retirement Uh, because, you know, you can learn. You can educate yourself and then you can, you know, take the steps that will create a great retirement lifestyle for yourself. But, you know, a lot of people think, you know, they can just read one of my books and whatnot and that's good enough. No, you, you have to take action. You have to start building this thing, and you know you have to do your homework and you have to test things out. It takes a lot of work, and people are surprised by that because mm-hmm. they're sold on retirement transitions easy,
0: but mm-hmm. it's not.
2: It's not for a lot of people. And this this past uh, uh, pandemic, uh, you know, gave us a good test of real retirement. You know, when people were isolated and they were stuck in their homes and they couldn't go to work, a lot of them started uh, suffering from mental health issues. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And that's what happens in retirement if you're not prepared. The same thing. And it's really sad.
1: How have your books been received? What feedback have you um, had? In general, The
2: the feedback's been been very, very good because you'll get people that, you know, especially from the ones that have experienced it, you know, don't read a book and they'll go, oh, yeah, I felt like that. Oh, yeah, that happened to me too. (laughs) And those are the ones that, uh, you know, it's fun talking with because we we can relate. We we know what can happen. And we're all saying, okay, you know, we're going to tell our friends. We're going to tell our friends that haven't retired yet that, hey, you've got to be aware of this stuff. And here you have to to learn from it and create your own lifestyle that will work for you. It's so important.
1: How have you set up your retirement lifestyle? Um, Mike is an Ironman. How many men have you done now?
0: Oh,
2: three. Three.
1: Three. And did you start this in retirement or were you doing this beforehand?
2: No, I did it. uh, I did it uh, back in 2007. And then um, I got away from it because there were a lot of things happening at work that I had to deal with. And uh, I had a couple of bad bosses, but we won't get into that
1: (laughs) (laughs) because we're retired now. We don't have to deal with that.
2: <laughs> that's right. We don't have. To that's,
1: a to do that's a different. That's a different stage. Work.
2: That's the beauty of working for yourself.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and you know what?
2: When you work for yourself, there's no ageism.
1: That's right. right.
2: You know, that's the path. That was one of the reasons I did it, really, because I didn't want to sit down in front of someone about 30 years younger yeah. than me and, and apply for a job. Because you can feel it, right? You can feel it. You know, they're looking at you and they're thinking and whatnot. So I, I got away from it. But but getting back to what happened to me, when I retired, uh, life was good, like I said, for a couple of weeks. And then I got hit by this case of retirement shock. Really Probably a off. little
1: sooner than most. Two weeks doesn't seem like enough breeding time, but yeah, good for I'm all,
2: you. <laughs> I'm always in a hurry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm one of those people that needs something to do. right?
2: Perfect. And I need to be around people. I enjoy being around people and I needed it to uh, something. I, I, I need goals. You know, a lot of people think you're retired. You don't need goals. Well, that's wrong. A lot of people need goals. That's
1: absolutely wrong. And, <laughs>
2: Yeah, so, you know, when I retired, I started suffering from retirement shock, and that that happened for a while, and then I started doing research like I normally do, and I tried to figure things out. That took me a while, and uh, really, I started writing a journal, and that turned into the first book because it was therapeutic for me, and I kept putting down my thoughts about why I was feeling that way and how I could possibly turn things around. And um, so, by the time I did that, and I ended up writing three books and going through COVID and whatnot, I ended up putting on about forty pounds. And I thought one day, well, you know, it's great. I, I write about healthy living and all these things. i mean, I'm forty pounds overweight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said, I can't
2: go up.
0: I can't go up
2: and <laughs> you talk about this. They're going to think I'm a hypocrite. So I got this crazy idea. I'm going to go back and train for another Ironman. And uh, so I spent uh, close to a year uh, working on that. And uh, I decided to go down the Ironman Cozumel, which is in November, late in the year. So it gave me a full year to train for the thing. And so I I trained hard, and went down there and had quite the experience. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I think I recall the story. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting, but uh you know, it was it was uh it was fantastic at the same time because I did get my health back. I didn't end up losing all the weight that I wanted to do because it's hard to lose weight uh, training for Ironman because you're taking in all this nutrition to prevent injury and help with recovery. But I got very healthy, I got my energy back and uh I'm working on losing the rest of the weight uh uh right now so I'm sure that will happen this year but uh I I loved it because when I went down there I met a lot of people that uh, retirees that were doing the race too and uh I just love their attitude you know the way they look at life and they just laugh at things because in the Ironman you're really testing yourself there's no place to hide because it's just the raw you and you have to be very determined on what you're trying to do. And I saw the, these other people like me all trying the same thing. And it was really, um, um, you know, fun to see that. And it really changed my mind to say, you know what, I, health is so important. And no, you don't need to do an Ironman to be healthy. But yeah, to get, you know, to get healthy again and maintain that health is, is so, so important.
1: And it's not an easy thing to do uh it, it's not even in the cards not even entered into my mind to do something like that. Uh, I watched how hard you trained and it's it's not congratulations on all that for sure um I, w- <laughs> I, w- I want to make sure that we're giving enough space to your newest book here um it is a free why did you decide to give this away
2: the because you know i what happened is I read a story one day it was written by a financial planner. And it was about his father. And, you know, it talked about his father. He used to own a company out west somewhere. And um, he supplied tiles to people yeah, for their homes. And, you know, it talked about how, you know, it was a great business. And his father had a lot of fun. His father was very healthy. And uh, as a matter of fact, he was a black belt in karate he would swim a couple of times a week. I could relate to that because I swim a lot and, uh, he enjoyed playing golf. And, you know, he, he said to himself, you know, I can't wait one day I'm going to retire and travel because he loved traveling too. you know, seeing the world. So he ended up selling his business, I I think in his mid fifties and to celebrate, he went away for six months uh, to the far East. And when he came back, um, you know, he started to play a lot of golf. And then one day he changed. Um, he didn't want to play golf anymore and he didn't want to travel anymore. And he got really miserable. And that's classic uh, retirement shock setting in. And unfortunately, one day his, his son got a call that his uh, father committed suicide. Oh. And he and the you know, his son couldn't understand why that happened. And the reason it happened is, is, that you know he lost all those ways of of uh, of satisfying his fundamental needs because his identity was tied into his business. He was known in town as the tile guy. Everyone knew, you know, and uh, he loved working uh, with his employees. He loved dealing with the customers, and it made him feel good. So when that when he you know when he gave that up it changed his life completely. And it just shows how serious this can be if you don't think it through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you read about a lot of people like that. They're very successful and in their past businesses, you know, you, you read stories about doctors and lawyers and business owners and people, high achievers in the corporate world that they just fall apart when they retire because they have nothing else to live for, really, in their minds, right? Uh And so I felt the importance to, you know, warn people about retirement shock and teach them about what causes retirement shock and to find ways to get around it, which is really finding new purpose for yourself. So, you know, really we want to prevent that and help people. And I, I felt it was so important that that's when we decided to give it away for free because I know the deal. I've been through it. My father's been through you know, He went through it, suffered for about two years. And I had a good friend die from it. He ended up drinking himself to death because he isolated himself up north. So you know, it's, it's, it's all around us. And with more and more people retiring all the time, um, it's an important issue that you know, we want to talk more about it you know, and help people. Because this, could, this should be the greatest time of your life.
1: Should be. (laughs) Well, it's very generous of you to do. You know, the one thing I know we're coming to the end of the show here. The one topic we didn't touch upon, and I do want to give it a little bit of space here, is when you hit retirement, there is that seeping feeling of your mortality coming in to play. I think for a lot of people, we did not talk about that. And that's, you know, that's on me, but, um, I think it's an important piece as well. Uh, you know, it's not just, you're losing your job and you're not seeing friends. It's like, this is the last chapter. Um,
2: yeah. The last kick at the can.
1: That's yeah. And that, that in and of itself, be a hard thing to deal with so you know you pushing this idea of setting yourself up so it should be the best part of your life is important in that you know when you're faced with your own mortality either as a younger person with disease or as an older person thinking that we're coming to the end of life and this is what i have to deal with that can be a very it can stop you in your tracks oh Uh, it can stop you in your tracks
2: I, if I can just tell you a quick story, and this is another reason why I decided to train for Ironman, I, <laughs> I went to see my doctor for my annual physical, and I guess you hit a certain age that things change. The conversation changes. Mm-hmm. So I remember going in there, and he says, "Oh, well, now I recommend that uh, you take these extra vaccine shots for flu." I recommend that you look into taking the shingles vaccine. (laughs) Uh, I recommend that you go for uh, ultrasound at your uh, abdomen. I recommend that you go for a colonoscopy. Can I say that right? Colonoscopy. Colonoscopy, (laughs) And then all of a sudden, all these things are hitting you, and you go, what happened? Last year, I was okay. This year, I got to start thinking about all these things. And that really threw me off. Because that's when you start thinking about your mortality and you're thinking, am I now old? Like does the medical profession right. think right. I'm old because I hit a certain number and that kind of bothered me, but yeah, it gets into your head and you got to be really careful with that
1: stuff. Right. And preparing ahead of time and understand, you know, and this is, this is also part of the ageism speak. You know, everybody doesn't hit the age of 60 and all of a sudden things start going down. You know, a lot of people can take advantage of retirement and maybe be the healthiest that they've been in many years. And I think what you're doing and your books and your blog and, well, you know, you can tell us all about uh, where to find everything. We got to change the picture. We got to change the mindset. And I think with the push that you're making, it's so important, everybody, I highly recommend that you download this book. Mike's got two other books. Are they on Amazon or where can we find uh, Victory victory? Oh, uh,
2: they're all on Amazon. Okay. Uh, even, even the free ones there, but I suggest you download it for free. Yeah. Why spend 28 bucks?
1: You know, and we do deserve it. Right. I mean, yeah. you've done your bit, you've contributed to society, you've raised your fat, whatever you have done. This does deserve to be a good piece in your life, and why not plan for it just as you have planned for every other age exactly. of your life? It's exactly, so important, Kathy. I You, know, I, I, it, you go sorry,
2: ahead. Sorry, it, just like you said, you paid your dues. Yeah, you paid your dues, and they were significant. You know, you 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 raised your family, you paid down your mortgage, you did everything you had to do, mm-hmm. and now it's your time to shine.
1: It is right. Yeah. and you know yeah. I feel like running through the the street with a flag, right? You know it's our turn. yeah we've done it all right. and and give back to us, you know and and but again, this is something that I think that we need personally to take a hold of. Don't expect society to give it back to you. you go and get it just like you've gone and got everything else in your life. you go grab a good retirement. It's that's right your job to do that. That's right. Excellent. Mike, it's been a great conversation. I really, really enjoyed this one. Um, thanks so much for joining us.
2: My pleasure, Kathy.
1: Everybody, we'll talk to you next week on The Health Hub.